Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. When a person understands the truth of how God has worked through history, their whole view on life is enriched with meaning, purpose, inspiration, and power. Let's listen to Matt Reister, director of the Christian Crusaders in the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today in the Bible Overview, we are in Leviticus 16, and this is the Day of Atonement, a very important day in Israelite life where they would once a year make atonement through a series of sacrifices for their sins. And this is all instituted because, or on the heels of an event where Aaron, the head of the priest, the head Levite Aaron, Moses' brother, his sons Nadab and Abihu went into the tent of meeting and made unauthorized incense or unauthorized fire before the Lord and were immediately killed. And so the Lord on the heels of this institutes these practices for the Day of Atonement, which going forward are still celebrated uh, in, in a, to a degree by Jews today in the holiday of Yom Kippur. So anyway, we're going to start in verse 3 of chapter 16 of Leviticus. I'm going to read quite a big chunk, might stop and explain some stuff along the way, and then I'll make a point and we'll be done. But in this way, Aaron shall come to the holy place with a bull from the herd for a sin offering and a ram for a burnt offering. He shall put on the holy linen coat and he shall have linen undergarment on his body and he shall tie the linen sash around his waist and wear the linen turban. These are the holy garments. He shall bathe his body in water and shall put them on. He shall take from the congregation of the people of Israel two male goats for a sin offering and one ram for a burnt offering. Aaron shall offer the bull as a sin offering for himself and shall make atonement for himself and for his house. Then he shall take the two goats and set them before the Lord at the entrance of the tent of meeting, and Aaron shall cast lots over the two goats, one for the Lord and the other for lot for Azazel. And Aaron shall present the goat on which the lot fell for the Lord and use it as a sin offering. But the goat on which the lot fell for Azazel shall be presented alive before the Lord to make atonement over it, that it may be sent away into the wilderness to Azazel. Aaron shall present the bull as a sin offering, for himself and shall make atonement for himself in his house. He shall kill the bull as a sin offering for himself. He shall take a censer full of coals of fire from the altar before the Lord and two handfuls of sweet incense beaten small and shall bring it inside the veil and put the incense on the fire before the Lord that the cloud of the incense may cover the mercy seat that is over the testimony so he does not die. And he shall take some of the blood of the bull and sprinkle it with his finger in front of the mercy seat On the east side and in front of the mercy seat, he shall sprinkle some of the blood with his finger seven times. Let's stop right there. A few things. First of all, we've got four animals involved at this point. It's a bull, a ram, and two goats. And uh, one of the goats is going to be sacrificed, and the other goat is going to be left alive, and the sins of the people of Israel are going to be placed on the goat that is left alive, and it's going to be sent out into the wilderness to Azazel. The term Azazel traditionally is thought of as a combination between the goat, the word goat, and sent out. So this is the sent out goat bearing the sins of the Israelites. And from that, we get the idea of a scapegoat. This is the goat that's going to bear the blame and going to be sent out into the wilderness. The other goat's going to be offered, killed and offered as a sacrifice for the sin of the people, but not until after Aaron has atoned for the sin of himself and his own family with the offering of the bull. One more thing is the mercy seat, which we talked about, uh, the, the Ark of the Covenant. The mercy seat is the top of it between the two cherubim where the Lord has chosen to dwell. And here he is being commanded to 
put incense in the fire to kind of cloud the mercy seat where the presence of the Lord is so that he doesn't die. It's almost like he's kind of putting up a fog or a mask so you can't fully see the presence of the Lord because if you did do that, you would die. Verse 15, then he shall kill the goat of the sin offering that is for the people and bring its blood inside the veil and do with its blood what he did with the blood of the bull, sprinkling it, sprinkling it over the mercy seat and in front of the mercy seat. Thus, he shall make atonement for the holy place because of the uncleanness of the people of Israel because of their transgressions and all their sins. And so he shall do for the tent of meeting, which dwells with them in the midst of their uncleanness. No one may be in the tent of meeting from the time he enters to make atonement for the holy place in the holy place until he comes out and has made atonement for himself and his house and for all the assembly of Israel. Then he shall go out to the altar that is before the Lord and make atonement for it. And he shall take some of the blood of the bull, some of the blood of the goat, and put it on the horns of the altar all around. He shall sprinkle some of the blood on it with his finger seven times and cleanse it and consecrate it from the uncleanness of the people of Israel. And when he has made an end of the atoning place, the tent of meeting in the altar, he shall present the live goat. Aaron shall lay both his hands on the head of the live goat and confess over it all the iniquities of the people of Israel and their transgressions, all their sins. He shall put on the head of the goat and send it away by the hand of man who is in readiness. The goat shall bear their iniquities on itself to a remote area, and he shall let it go free in the wilderness. Then Aaron shall come into the tent of meeting shall take off the linen garments that he put on when he went into the holy place and leave them there. He shall bathe his body in water in the holy place, put his garments, put on his garments and come out and offer his burnt offering and the burnt offering for the people and make atonement for himself and all the people. The fat of the sin offering he shall burn on the altar and he who lets the goat go to Azazel shall wash his clothes and bathe his body in water and afterward may come into the camp. And the bull for the sin offering and the goat for the sin offering, whose blood was brought to make atonement to the holy place, shall be carried outside the camp. Their skin and their flesh and their dung shall be burned up with fire. And he who burns them shall wash his clothes, bathe his body in water, and afterward may come into the camp. This is incredible. The reason that we want to share this with you along with yesterday's devotion about sacrifices is to highlight the importance of blood in the covenants that God has instituted and to highlight our gratitude for what Christ has done. Christ eventually shed his blood, the perfect, the perfect blemishless sacrifice, the one who met God's holy and righteous standard, died in our place. His blood was sufficiently atoning for the sins of those who would put their trust in him so that we don't have to jump through all these hoops anymore. When Jesus said on the cross before he died, it is finished, you're saying not just his life is finished and he made it through this challenge, but this whole process, year after year and sacrifice after sacrifice and all these hoops, it's finished. Those of us who know Christ are forgiven and redeemed, we're cleansed, we're purified. We can be in God's presence now in this life and for eternity. And that is worth praising God over and worth building our lives around. Have a good day. The Daily Dose is a partnership between three ministries. The first partnering ministry is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services on various radio stations at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear other engaging interviews with Christians who have inspiring stories or insights to share right here on the CC Podcast. The second partnering ministry is Fresh Wind Worship, where typically they host a weekly worship service at 10.30 a.m. in the Diamond Event Center in Jorgensen Plaza at Western Home Communities. 
But for now, their services will be available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. The third partnering ministry is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose 2019 conference messages are available in video format on their website, cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And don't forget to mark your calendar for this year's conference, the 99th Annual, Saturday, July 25th through Saturday, August 1st. If this podcast is a blessing to you, please subscribe to it, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of the ministries mentioned above. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.